podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Hello everyone. Today I am speaking with Stacy Beck. Stacy is a qualified executive and career coach and the founder of Profile Careers. She helps high achieving professionals and consultants who feel stuck, unhappy or unfulfilled at work to find their passions, clarify their career goals and create lasting changes in their professional lives. Stacy's professional backgrounds include a decade of consultancy experience with international corporations in Australia and the UK, especially in the areas of recruitment, HR, business development and sales. She has previously worked as a corporate recruiter and founded successful consulting business before launching her career coaching practice in January of 2018. Over the last 11 years, Stacy has coached thousands of professionals and supported them to execute their career goals. Let's talk to Stacy Beck. Welcome, Stacey Beck. Welcome to Your Career Down Under podcast. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. So, Stacey, before we begin into our topic uh, of the podcast, Passion, can you tell us a little bit about your career story and you know, your journey so far? Sure. How did you start and what do you do now? Of course. So, I'll start with where I am now. So, I'm a qualified uh career coach and the founder of Profile Careers, which is my career coaching business. And I work with uh, high achieving professionals who are unhappy or unfulfilled at work. And really the, the, um, what I help them do is to find their passion, um, clarify their career goals and, and really create change in their, in, the, in their professional lives. 
So um, I work both with private individuals in consulting and professional services. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are starting their first consulting business or new to um, running a business. And secondly, I also do executive career coaching um, work. So I work with new managers that are transitioning into their first leadership role as well. Um, In terms of how I got to where I am now, um, I I would say um, I describe myself talking about the topic of passion. um, I describe myself as very multi-passionate. So this is actually my second business and uh, third third career. Um, So I really growing up could never really settle on what I wanted to do when I grow up. Mm. Um, and, you know, put myself under a lot of pressure in high school to have that all figured out, the university degree, the career that I wanted. Yeah. Um, but for me, um, nothing really seemed to fit, um, you know, when I was going through high school. And um, I did realise um, the one thing I knew that I wanted to do was one day was to run my own business. Um, yeah. I was really, um, my dad ran, growing up, my dad um, had his own business. Um, so I was very inspired and, and liked the idea of the freedom that that provided. Um, so I didn't know exactly what type of business at that stage, but it's definitely been there my entire life, that, that goal. Um, and I tried out a few different careers. I um, went to London early on in my 20s. Um, I worked in advertising sales, um, came back to Australia, moved into recruitment. So I worked as a, a corporate recruiter with a um, global consulting firm for a number of years. Wow. Um, and then I decided that I um, wanted to take those that experience and start my own business. So I... Um, transitioned out after five and a half years and set up my first recruitment consulting business and I was a legal recruiter in total for about 10 years. Wow. Um, yeah, and it was, um, yeah, I love being my own boss um, and, and definitely there were elements of, of the recruitment work that I did enjoy. But at some stage, I just hit a point where um, I was looking for a new challenge um, and feeling myself quite unfulfilled and I took a bit of a career break and reassessed um, what was important to me and went on a a bit of a journey really to discover what I wanted to do next and that um, ultimately ended up with me um, retraining to become a professional coach and then it was then I'd realised I'd I'd found my true passion. So um, yeah, I wanted to take everything I'd learned um, on my own career journey to support other people in their careers. So that's where I am, where I am today. So I've um, been running my business now um, for the last, um, since early 2018. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. That's amazing. That's the history of Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really, 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 you know, quite diverse career history. But ultimately you found what you are deeply you know, passionate about or deeply care about. Exactly. The topic of the podcast. Yes. Now it's obviously, you know, it's it's an attention grabbing topic. People do like to still talk about passion. <laughs> what how do you really define passion? Yeah. Um as you can probably hear that for me is something that re- passion is something that really resonates with me. It's something that's very I have to be very passionate about my work. So mm. 
Um, I define passion as um, that thing that really, you know, that lights you up, that energizes you, um, makes you come alive. Um, I would say though passion, I wouldn't limit it to your career. So I think it could also be, could be an activity you do, could be a hobby, could be a side business, um, it, or it could be, you know, your, your profession, your work. Um, so it's something that you love that's really important to you. Um, I think very powerful feeling that's connected to your purpose. Um, and you know, you're following your passion. It's, you know, what you would describe as those times that you're really in flow, um, you know, really immersed in um, work or an activity and, and the time just seems to fly. So that real deep sense of fulfillment and meaning in your career or some aspect of your life, that, that to me is passion. That's excellent because it, mm. it's calling. It's something that it is that that really sort of pulls you rather than you. It gravitates you, isn't it? it exactly. Gravitated by. Yeah. Obviously, you know, it's it's you know you you have you know gone through your own discovery of passion. Mm. You know, started, uh, you know, we went to London. We worked in advertising, then worked as a corporate recruiter, ran your own recruitment agency. And <laughs> you yeah. discovered. Probably it was all always there. Mm. Discovered. So, do you what do you consider this? Is it like a complete serendipity, <clears throat> or is it like you really sit down and say, "Now, next one hour, I will discover my passion, and I'm not going to leave my chair until I discover." My <laughs> what? How do you really, you know, see that 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 whole process of identifying or discovering? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think it's a, it's a really great question and I think there's no one correct answer. I think in, in many, in most instances, I think our passions find us. Um, and I often give the example of, um, you know, those people that always wanted, that always knew what they wanted to be when, when they grew up. Um, my, my sister, I always tell the story, my younger sister who um, had a had a love of design when she was really young and mm. her school projects were like these perfect works of art. Um, yeah. You know, and she knew she wanted to be a designer one day and, and she's now a successful interior designer. Um, yeah. And I had a school friend who had a passion for law at, you know, a very young age and had said, I want, I'm going to be a lawyer when I grow up. And, you know, yeah. she she followed that path and it's it's her passion. So I think... You know, those people um, that find their passion, you know, at a very early age are, I think, the exception. Um, yes. And But we still find, see many people like myself who do stumble on, on their passions later in life. Um, and I think it could be developed as an interest outside work um, and even, you know, developed into a side business or a completely new career. Um, yeah. And I think when these and more sort of, I guess, accidental discoveries, they come about by pursuing your interests and fo and focusing on what you're really good at and what yeah. you really love to do. Um, uh, there are definitely some, I guess, more methodical steps that people can take um, to, to discover their passions. Um, in actual fact, I've developed a, a really structured process I work through with my career coaching clients to help them uncover their passions yeah. Um, but I think the principles are the same, you know, whether you follow a very process driven approach or it's just, you know, your passions find you through following mm. what, what interests you. Um, it's about doing more of what resonates, what you're good at and the things mm. that light you up and doing less of 
the things you don't love um, that drain you. And I think by following that, you'll discover your passions eventually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I love your, uh, you know, analogy around passion finds you. Mm. I know uh, recently my, my wife asked me a question. I said, what would you be really interested in doing? And I always had an interest to be a teacher. And that, that yeah. comes from one of my primary school teacher was an amazing teacher. Wow. And he opened up uh, the world of service to yes. me rather than earning money. And yes. that, ah. that sort, of, sort of resonated with me. But obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it was there. Probably we use the word subconsciously or unconsciously. Yes. It always was there. Yes. And, and when I... When I changed my career, uh, you know, left sales and to become an employment consultant, mm-hmm. I also went through similar discovery process at that mm. time. And I found that what really sort of, you know, inspires me is to help people when they, when they make certain changes in their life. Yes. And that's how I discovered, uh, oh, you know, passion. my passion for, yeah. for teaching or training to be more yes. specific. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's really it's a really interesting point because, you know, I gave some examples of people in my life that, you know, had very clear ideas of what they wanted to do early on. And as, as I said, I think that is definitely the exception. I think for many yeah. of us, though, um, which I'll, you know, I can, I can, talk, I, I think we'll cover a little bit later yeah. is, um, you know, actually going back and looking at your past career mm. and even, you know, what you, what you loved or what really stood out to you when you were young yeah. is often a really important clue and can help you piece together, yeah. um, you know, what your passion actually is if, you, if you're trying to discover it at this stage in your, in your career. Yeah, yeah. So let's dig in further deep and find out what are some of the sort of logical steps that sure. somebody should undertake if they are really interested to discover what is their calling. Absolutely. So I think number one I, I would recommend is to is to reflect back on your past career. Mm-hmm. Um, so even to going to the extent of creating almost like a timeline of, of your career from you know, what, what the subjects were or your degree at university right through to your first job upon graduating and all the roles <coughs> and career decisions you've made until the present day. Yeah. Um, and specifically look at the positive and negative aspects of, of the role, so what you liked or disliked, uh, the skills you enjoyed using, what you were naturally good at, uh, what, the, what about the role, the organisation or the environment you found challenging and, and mm-hmm. also most importantly, why you chose to leave and what you decided to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I suggest starting here is because you'll start to see some common themes, um, your strengths, your interests, skills and, and passions and again going back to what you're good at and what you love to do. Um, So as an example um, from my own career, um, when I reflected on my recruitment career, when I was going through that period where I was about to make a career change, I reflected on my recruitment career and what I realised was I loved the interaction with people, I loved the variety of work and I loved communication. So I knew it was really important for me to find a career path that fit with Mm. those aspects. Um, and in that regard, um, my coaching work is 100% aligned um, to these particular passions. Um, so that would be number one. Um, 
uh, to to reflect on your past career. Number two is as what we were, I touched on earlier is to go back to your to your childhood. You know, so really think back when you were ten years old. What were you interested in? Um, how did you love to spend your time? What did you want to be when you grew up? Um, yeah. And the re- the reason I recommend doing this is because when we were kids, we had very big imaginations. We dreamt yes. really big. We had unlimited possibilities for. Um, you know, for our future and our careers in future. And, you know, because of what maybe society or our teachers or our parents, you know, sort of told us we should do, um, we settled for a really sensible job or, you know, career path that gave us that security and and steady income. And we completely forgot all about, you know, those big dreams that we had. So um, really connecting to that past gets us in touch with what those innate passions actually are. Um, so, so that's, yeah, so that's number two, um, is, is reconnect. Um, and you know, that was something that I did myself and, and what I realized one thing that that stood out was I, I love to, as a, as a, as a kid, I love to write and I love Uh to perform. So I love to, you know, dancing and, and so for me now, part of what I do is, um, I do, I write in, in my work. So whether that is through writing articles, whether that is, um, you know, creating content. Yeah. Uh, and then from a, I guess, you know, being on stage, presenting, um, yeah. speaking, facilitating, um, they're aspects of my role now that I, I really love to do. So that's how um, that, that came out for me by looking back at, you know, what I, what I love to do when I was younger. Um, and thirdly, which I think is the most important is number three is to take action. Um, Mm. so I think, you know, sitting around doing endless Googling, um, is not going to help you find your passion. Um, you need to, um, you actually need to get out there, have real conversations with Mm. people, um, actively, you know, if you're looking for, your passion career-wise, actively explore different career paths and actually test out new skills, you know, and that's how you'll discover um, where your true passions actually lie. Um, So as another example, um, for me, the most valuable action step that I took was to have career conversations with with people doing work um, that I was interested in. Uh Um, And the goal there was just to get, new insights about different career paths that were available, the type mm. of organisations and work environments that are out there um, and really uncover new possibilities and, and passions you may not, mm. I may not have even thought of. Um, uh, when it comes to the, like practically testing out new skills, um, it could be as simple as taking on new responsibilities, at, um, you know, in your current role, Um, I've had clients who have done internships or, you know, volunteering. Um, Many will will even go on to do something, you know, something that interests them, which is what I did was, um, you know, doing a a short-term coaching course to try it out, see if I liked that skill. Um, It might be, you know, turn it, it might be a... um, uh, formal study or something like a, a, a side hobby or, or a side business. Yeah. Um, it could be any of those um, elements. Um, yeah. So that's, um, that's basically what I did. I, um, I tried out different skills, coaching, mm. speaking, facilitation. I started a postgraduate degree. I volunteered and I re- the, the goal with all of this taking action is to really pay attention to what resonates and keep yeah. moving in that direction. Mm. And that's it. 
<laughs> Stacey, it looks like that I have done exactly what you have outlined. It sounds that. like, yes. And to, to come to a con, sort of a discovery of my own interest, deep interest in, 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 in the work that I do is, mm. and I, I fully agree, it's that, you know, you go back and look at the theme Mm-hmm. Merging from your, you know, past career or past roles. Exactly. You know, that's very, very powerful. Mm. Um, you know, I only sort of suggest them to take a butcher paper and write things, and then zoom out. Yeah. And say, look, what are some of the themes emerging out of it? And exactly. I think I think that's really. I'm, I'm quite, uh, you know, happy that my process. Uh, was a bit chaotic, but it still <laughs> some some steps, logical steps into that. I think so. It's um, it's it is a logical process, but yeah. it is actually about discovery and brainstorming and yeah. trying things out. So it's actually you know the process is actually quite chaotic. It's not it's not structured. It's it's almost like try one thing, does it work? If not pivot, try something else. If it does keep, keep, you know, following that direction. Um, so yeah, so it's, um, it's interesting that we, we both followed a similar process and, and landed on, on yeah. what our passions are. <laughs> now, do you, you know, another way that I, I always look at, uh, you know, someone's interest, uh, you know, genuine interest that they have is maybe a particular problem that really kind of bothers them. Yes. Uh, maybe it's the plastic waste, or maybe it's the it's the, it's the plastic in the ocean, or mm-hmm. any, you know um, cruelty, or anything like that. That also sort of you know sort of you know is a good start, isn't it? That you know maybe there's there's something that you can actually build on if you if you're gravitated by a problem. Oh, absolutely, and I think that really connects in with your purpose so that you know the the why behind what you do you know why do you go to work every day or why do you start a business and, it, and it's down to um it has to be something that has meaning to you and, and something that you're passionate about so yeah absolutely what you're saying there is that sort of um you know a cause or belief that you really believe in yeah. or yes it could be a problem that you've that you've identified that you are really either really passionate about fixing yeah. or it's, you know, maybe a, a problem that you have had personally and you found a solution and you've managed to overcome it. So, yeah, um, yeah I think but that that is absolutely applicable to, um, you know, whether someone's starting a business or, yeah. or changing careers and just trying to find their passion in life. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, another thing is the, <clears throat> is the fear aspect because you know sometimes the passion is so big mm-hmm. uh, you know like I, I don't remember either Nelson Mandela or someone else said that you know is that you you are too big uh, there's some some quote on that that you know you know that fear of mm-hmm. wow this is huge you know this is this is calling me but I don't know whether I'll be able to achieve that or not mm. whether I've got resources available with me or not yeah you really handle that fear conversation yeah it's that's a big one and and i think again that is um you know 
the, one of the, the best ways to find your passion and, and to keep uncovering it as you go through your career is, is to keep taking action, as we've said. And the biggest thing that gets in the way of taking action is fear. Um, you know, and it's like anything in life. Once you start to look at um, new possibilities or make changes or follow your passions, you know, fears and limiting beliefs will come up. Um, and whether that is, you know, fear of failure or imposter syndrome, whatever it is, you know, when um, that you that you fear by following your passions, it's really the fear is there um, to protect you and, and keep you safe. Um, but it also limits you and, and keeps you small. So it stops you from growing. Um, so, and it holds you back from, fear holds you back from following your passions, um, doing meaningful work and, and having that fulfilment in your career and your life. Um, so going back to the, you know, why we followed that safe career path or stayed in the job that you hate so long, um, it's because of fear. Um, so although, maybe uh, following your passion is uncomfortable and the change is challenging. Um, the impacts of actually following through can, can actually be life changing. And I've seen that again and again in my own life and yeah. career and all the work that I've done over many years with, um, with my clients. So um, yeah. So my advice is when the fear comes up and yeah. I guarantee the fears will, um, just just fight the fear and um, and keep following your passions and keep taking action anyway. Yeah, yeah, agree. So uh, one <clears> of the important thing is to the involvement of your friends, family, mm. uh, because with their support, you you know one can actually fulfill mm -hmm. the, you know the passion that they have. I can cite my example. You know the path that I have undertaken, which is very unusual. Mm -hmm. even from an Indian background yes uh, because it doesn't pay as much as an engineer or an IT specialist would earn uh, yes. it's a very unusual path it's a path that even <laughs> even today if I if I ask my my dad and my father-in-law to tell what I do mm. I struggle to explain what I do mm. so so it's it's a very it's a it's a very unconventional path that I have chosen. I'm I'm completely proud of the path that I've chosen. Uh -huh. At the same time, it took a while for me to to persuade my family and friends. It's yep. uh, you know, it's it's a path that I want to do. It. It's a path that gives me so much fulfillment. Yes. How do you really kind of go about and 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 you know break that? Um, Kind of news or, or persuade them and, and, and get them to rally around you? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's a really important point. So I think what you're, what you're getting at is how to ensure you've got that support of your yeah. family or, or, or that everyone is on board with you following, following yeah. that passion. Um, yeah, so I think it's a, it's a real challenge when, you know, say your partner or loved ones don't support or they, they question um, your career change or that desire to follow your passions. And um, I think as we discussed earlier, society conditions us to play it safe and follow that traditional career path or take that sensible job. And, you know, if there is some resistance or, you know, questioning from your family or friends, it's only because they want to protect you and keep you safe. Um, and it's natural that they'll question your decisions and, and want to know why you're doing it. Um, 
So yeah, when I um, decided to close my recruitment business um, to start my coaching practice, many people in my life questioned why I'd walk away from a very successful um, business. And for me, the sensible approach would have been to build it up really slowly on the side and transition transition, out of my um, consulting business. but that's not really how I roll. I'm, I'm more the person who needs to be 100% in, um, committed to my business and career no matter what the cost. And I can't do something half-heartedly. Sure. Um, and I couldn't uh, commit to something I was no longer passionate about um, when my heart was in it. So my, I guess my number one tip is to stay really true to your passions. Um, you know, go with your instincts. Um, and follow through what's right for you, even if, if sometimes it's not rational and your loved ones question or challenge your decisions. Yeah. Um, tip number two is to help your family and friends understand why you've decided to make the change. Um, so explaining to them why you're passionate about pursuing a new career path or why your existing job doesn't perhaps fit anymore. Yeah. Um, and then share your passions. So get them to experience, you know, your passions or see you involved in that, in that work. Um, maybe involve them in the process of exploring and, and pursuing um, your passions. And, yeah. you know, particularly any decisions um, that you're making that do impact your family, um, you know, definitely get them involved. So I think just open communication and, and involvement um, and I guess um, the other, you know, from a, a very practical um, perspective is, is making sure that you have a plan. So really yeah. testing things out on, a, you know, trying out your ideas on a smaller scale. Um, obviously, if you want to start a business, you could try, you know, a side uh, business first. If you want to change careers, you can, you know, do some voluntary work um, and then have a plan, you know, so... Um, you know, have a clear um, exit strategy, financial plan. Um, not many of us can afford to take a career break. We all have, you know, financial and, and other life commitments. So, um, yeah, so I think that that if you can um, go to your your loved ones, family, friends and, and say, this is, what, this is the, what decision I'm making and why, um, involve them in that process yeah. and finally show them, you know, that you've got some thought around that and, and a plan if it's, you know, to do with career change um, to help yeah. alleviate their fears. But really stay true to your passions and, yeah. um, and realise that, um, you know, that if there are any concerns, it's only because they're trying to protect you. That's true. That's mm. true. Excellent, Stacey. Look, you know, thank you very much for, you know, your generosity and sharing your career story and your philosophy with us. How do people people need more help? How do they get in touch with you? Sure. Um, thank you for having me. The best way uh, for people to get in touch is via my website, which is um, profilecareers.com.au. And um, there's a contact form on that site if they, they wanted to find out more, but all the information on services I provide. Um, and they can also find me on LinkedIn as well. Excellent. All right, Stacey, thank you very Great. much. I think you must have, uh, you know, after listening to this, uh, you know, a lot of people will, uh, you know, go on the path of discovering their own passion. And I wish you know, some of them should go and talk to you because you've got a wealth of information. Thank, thank you very much for having me. And, and yeah, I hope that um, that's 
given some valuable tips and information to, to anyone out there that is feeling unhappy, unfulfilled at work. And um, yeah, I hope it, it does help um, a lot of people out there to uncover their own passions too. Thank you very much. Thanks again. Thank you everyone for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au and if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.